Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. Tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. Welcome back to another episode of FOMO Fans. My name is Brian Fanzo. And we are talking about talk triggers. We are talking about word of mouth marketing. And as for you guys that know, I love the talk. I think talking, um, I finally found job in my my career is now finally built around talking, which I do as a podcast host as well um, as as a uh, keynote speaker. And I'm actually going to raise up my desk as I uh, as I start talking about uh, today's topic and. Uh, and of course, everything goes wrong whenever I do uh, make changes last minute. But we're going to talk a little bit about word of mouth marketing, um, the importance of uh, of really, you know, how do you make an impression? How do you connect with people? And this is inspired by my good friend Jay Bear and Daniel Lemon, who have a new book coming out. Uh, I believe the book is coming out. Let's see, the book comes out. Uh, I probably should have had this information right in front of me at the beginning. I believe it comes out October 2nd. So October 2nd, the book is called Talk Triggers. And that's going to be the kind of like the, the it's going to be the trigger, um, no pun intended or extra pun, uh, extra puns intended um, for this uh, episode of this uh, podcast. And, and really, I can tell you, Talk Triggers or the power of word of mouth is my entire business model. Uh, my business model is, is simply built on the idea that people come and see me speak. They tell their friends, their boss, they tell other events that 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 I should be speaking at those events, and that's how those events happen. But I'm gonna give you some stats, some data. You know, there's lots of books I feel that talk about kind of the importance of word of mouth marketing, but there's not very many that really extend it online and offline. And for the most case, in my opinion, most of them say, "Hey, you need word of mouth marketing," but they forget to give you like details and give you like really concrete information. And I can tell you, this book. Um, um, talk triggers, and I have, I have actually, I'm using their. Um, they have a whole bunch of different collateral that come with this book. Uh, I'm going to use one of their pieces of collateral to kind of give you guys some statistics and things about the impactfulness of word of mouth marketing. And for those, if you think about it, you know, word of mouth marketing in in all intents and purposes. Um, it's, you know, people buy from people they like. I often say people buy from people they relate to, but we are most often likely to buy something from someone that tells us that we know that's going to tell us something, uh, you know, how about a product. But there's another piece of this that I think is extremely important is how do you become memorable? And I've been very blessed. Um, I can tell you guys, um, for someone, you know, Jay Bear, who wrote this book, Talk Triggers, um, he wrote it with Daniel Lemon, but Jay wrote a book called Utility. And Utility still to this day is a book that I credit for being kind of like the the catalyst for getting me into marketing. Uh, it opened my eyes to the importance of content. Um, and I can tell you that book alone um, is something that I reference still on a daily basis. And so anything that Jay puts his his stamp on, uh, I'm a big believer in. And he wrote a book uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, uh, called Hug Your Haters, which is about customer service. Another great book. And this one, uh, no doubt, is going to even push the level even higher. And, and so when you think about word of mouth marketing, one of the stats that I know that are part of this book is they say 50% of Americans would choose offline or online word of mouth if they could pick a source of information. Let me repeat that again. 
we would choose if we okay if you had a you know and, and kind of let me unpack this in my own way. If you had to say, okay, I'm going to get information about a new product. Do you want that product coming from a website? Do you want it coming from online research? Do you want it coming from uh, a real a rating on a website? Do you want it coming from a radio advertisement? Maybe a TV commercial, a social media advertisement. And the crazy part about that is 50% of Americans would choose it to come via word of mouth. And I think that's just an amazing stat to begin with. And I can tell you, it's there's something to be said. I think it's a Maya Angelou quote, right? Like people don't remember what you say or what you do. They remember how you make them feel. But at the same time, they also, they need something to remember you by. Um, for a long while for me, um, wearing a backwards hat on stage was something people frowned upon. I had many speakers, many events, many industries that would tell me, Brian, you shouldn't be wearing a hat on stage. It doesn't look professional. Uh, we don't care that it's you. Um, I remember sneaking a hat on stage. I had it like kind of tucked in my in the back of my jeans. Uh, and then once I started walking on stage, I actually put the hat on on my head as part of my my brand because I talk about change and and being yourself. And interestingly enough, fast forward. And then last year I had two different contracts that people actually reached out to me and put in the contract, Brian, we want you to wear a hat on stage. Is it okay if we include it in the contract? Like that's, that's how much that, that word of mouth uh, kind of triggered this kind of, uh, of, of, you know, not only memory, but it's one of those things where if people go to an event, and, and I'm going to speak for me first, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the book and some of the things that I, I think are really, you know, jump out at some of these stats, because this is something that is extremely important, is we have so much information right now. We have so much products being thrown at our way. We have so much advertising being thrown our way. The question becomes now is like, how do we stand out from the noise? But not only how do we stand out, like, it's great if you stand out in the moment. But the question becomes, how do I become memorable so that when someone is going to talk about that experience, they remember who I am. And it's funny because, you know, you go to an event and maybe I'm the opening keynote speaker or the end of the keynote. Um, oftentimes or not, what they'll, the way that they'll pitch me to someone else is like, man, I saw a lot of these great speakers and there were so many people that were you know unique, but man, that guy with the backwards hat, like, man, is he good? Like he knows what he's talking about. And that, that to me is something that you're like, wait a second, like, that backwards hat, if I didn't have that hat on, they would go, oh, I liked that guy who talked fast, or I, I liked that first session, I don't remember his name, and that to me has been a massive value add, not only from a, you know building my business, but being memorable, and I think when you're looking at word of mouth marketing, you're working, looking at things, the question becomes, you know, how do you go above and beyond with experiences, and I was very blessed, uh, Jay and, and Daniel are good friends of mine, so they sent me an advanced copy of this book, so that's what I, I if those that are watching on Facebook Live, I actually, I'm holding the book in my hand and it has an alpaca on the front of the book which is really cool so I, I have an alpaca on my mic at the moment but the other thing that they sent with this and I, and I know it's a story that, that Jay tells on stage a lot is he's, they sent a, a tin of the signature double tree chocolate chip cookies and for those of you that travel like I do, you know, when you go to a hotel, almost every hotel has the same experience. You walk in a door, you have to tell the baggage guy that you don't want him to take your bag to your room because you're not sure how much to tip him or her and you're confused by that concept. And you're like, no, I can roll my own bag. My bag has wheels. Um, and then you walk up to the, the desk and you check into the hotel. Um, they ask you for a credit card. Just like when you go to Chipotle, they tell you the guacamole is going to charge more. At a hotel, they tell you, we need to swipe your card for incidentals, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they give you 
you your room key and you're off to your room. Well, at Doubletree, if you guys have stayed at a Doubletree hotel, they give you these amazing fresh baked cookies. And these cookies are amazing. They taste really good. But I don't even know if they taste when I'm going to the hotels. I don't really care that they taste good as much as I know that if I'm staying at a Doubletree hotel, I'm going to get one of these cookies. And, And it's one of those things that's funny because when I was booking a hotel about a year and a half ago for my family with my daughters, I actually thought about it and said, ooh, I should see if there's a double tree in the area because they have those yummy cookies. Now think about that for a second. Let's like, like let's let's take a think about that from like a marketing perspective, right? People stay at hotels for different reasons, right? Proximity to something, um, you know, the price, uh, the hotel, the the room style, the experience. Uh, more often than not, the price. But it, when it comes down to like, okay, these two are about the same price. What? Why do you choose one over the other? And crazy enough is that you can. Many people will choose to stay at the Doubletree Hotel because of their cookies, because they've made it such an experience that their cookies are something that stands out. And and to me, this is just, it's mind-blowing, and I'm excited to dive into the cookies. I'm actually going to let my daughters get in there first uh, of this tin of cookies that I have. But when you're in your business, and for those that are listening to the show and you're thinking about this in your business, is like... How do I provide an experience that goes above and beyond that makes me memorable, that makes me stand out? And, and another stat that I thought was really interesting in the word of mouth uh, category that, that's along with this book is that 83% of Americans have recommended a product or, or a service to someone else. Let me say that again. 83% of people have have recommended a product or service. I can tell you, for me, I, I feel like I recommend products and services and tools and gadgets. I mean, right, right here on my desk, I'm doing a promo video for the new Iographer case, and Iographer is actually a sponsor of this podcast. Like, I'm I'm doing a product review about this this case because this case is such a uh, a great case for live streaming for for capturing video, and I use it uh, when I'm on the road. And so it's funny when if 86 percent, right? Is that mean 83 percent? of Americans have have recommended a product or a service. I mean, that 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 number alone is showing you that like, hey, that's powerful, but on top of that, 55% of Americans recommend a product or service at least once a month. Now that to me is pretty impressive, right? So, not only is that important, but now the question becomes, how do I get my clients and my customers to recommend my product or service? If your product and service is just like everyone else's and provides, even if it's excellent service, if it provides excellent service and everybody in your category provides excellent service, what is what entitles so what is going to make it so memorable that someone actually um, you know actually makes that recommendation and I know uh, Jay and when he goes on stage Jay talks about a couple of examples one of the examples I can't remember the hotel uh, exactly but the hotel actually brings they have a, a they have a, a popsicle telephone by the pool and kids can pick up the phone and call for and, and say what kind of popsicle they want. And some guy in a tuxedo or in a suit comes and delivers a popsicle to the pool. And if you think about it, when you're when you're reviewing, when you're going to a hotel or you're going to somewhere, you more often than not, you remember things that that stand out. You remember things that kind of blow you away. And, and that's really what this is all about. And I think when you're looking at word of mouth and you're looking at, you know, how do you stand stand out like in this crazy noisy world that we're looking at right now like as we speak like the way things are going like I think you have to find you have to start looking at things and saying okay how can I how can we as a customer how can we in our business how can we go above and beyond like one of the things that I know like my dad was big 
is that everybody that went to my family frozen yogurt shop, we had these customized bright yellow cups. And when you ordered a milkshake, a large milkshake, you got a bright yellow cup that had our branding on it and things. And I and we had very we had tie-dyed shirts. And I can tell you for years after my family's frozen yogurt shop had closed, I would run into people and I would say, "Oh, have you been, you know, have you been to Sandbridge where I grew up?" And they would say, "Yeah, I've been." I was like, "Have you eaten at the frozen yogurt shop?" And they would say, "Uh, frozen yogurt shop? Uh, I'm sure we got ice cream somewhere." And I would say, oh, but have you eaten at the place that had the, the employees wearing tie-dyed shirts? And they would say, oh, yeah, the tie-dyed shirts. And you, you got that big yellow cup whenever you bought a, a, a milkshake. And it was, it was amazing for me because people didn't remember what yogurt shop they went to. But they did remember the experience that, that something that stood out, that something that was totally different for them uh, when they go there. And I think that's something you know, that, you, that you have to think about. And it doesn't matter if you're B2C or B2B. How do you become something that is you know not only an experience but something that stands out something that is remember memorable something that people want to be a part of and i think you know uh, i love this book and, and you guys can check it out it is live on october 2nd so you guys can get it in amazon it's called talk triggers but one of the things that i was going through this book and i've been very blessed to see jay um give this keynote a couple times uh he gave the keynote at uh nsa baltimore and i was actually included in it uh for my talk trigger being my hat and most people knew me because of the hat that I wore. But one of the things I also thought was really interesting about, you know, word of mouth and when you're thinking about it is this goes into every decision you make. And, and you guys know a lot of times I get, I get, you know, I get a lot of the work that I do is brands come to me and say, Brian, how do I connect with those Gen Z's and those millennials? And here's a stat from the book that you guys, I mean, this jumps out at you. And, and the cool thing about this book is it breaks down different examples, different you know, case studies that are actually happening, how brands are using word of mouth. And, and here's, here's a couple of stats for you that I think will blow your minds. When choosing a restaurant, Gen Z and millennials are 99% more, percent more likely to rely upon social media and online reviews than Gen X and baby boomers. So that, that probably doesn't surprise many people because if you think about it, but 99% percent uh, and I will tell you when I'm choosing a restaurant when I'm out of town I will look on their Instagram I will search that town and then I will search the Instagram pictures to see which restaurant stands out to me right if the restaurant has license plates on the roof or the license plate has an amazing beer list and they present it in a fun unique way like that to me is something that stands out and I, I resonate with that much more than I resonate with advertising, much more than I res resonate with a billboard or a TV ad. And another one of those stats that are part of this book is that when voting, millennials are 115% more influenced by word of mouth than advertising. So when you're, when, when millennials are, are going to vote, they are, they, they vote and, and they're they're influenced by those that are talking about their their issues rather than a Facebook ad or the fake news that are going on and those kind of things. And so I look at businesses, I look at brands that are out there today and say, you know, think about it yourself. Like what brands are are talk triggers for you? What brands provide you such an amazing experience? Like I know uh, I went to Chick Fil A today for lunch and I I drove by. A Wendy's. And I love Wendy's on social media. I actually love eating at Wendy's as well. But I drove by a Wendy's and the parking lot was empty. And I was like, okay. And I got to Chick-fil-A and I had to wait in line at Chick-fil-A drive-thru like 40 cars deep. 
But one of the things that this Chick-fil-A does amazing is they don't have people just waiting to talk into a speaker box. They have like 10 employees that are wrapped around the building that are taking your order, providing you an experience that you can't get anywhere else. The Chick-fil-A here in Bristol, Virginia, where I live, they also have an Instagram account and they highlight their, their, their customer of the month. They do some amazing things. And I can tell you, when people ask me about, oh, Brian, I'm going to go grab some food, I recommend this Chick-fil-A, not only because I like the chicken at Chick-fil-A and they have a great sandwiches, but because of the experience. I'm like, oh yeah, they they bring the food to your table. You don't talk into the speaker box to give your order in the drive-thru. They have humans that are standing there with a pad and paper that take your order. Um, you, you, know, you give them the credit card. They handle all of that stuff outside. And even when the drive-thru line is 40 cars deep, they do an amazing job of getting you through the line fast and, 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 and providing you an amazing service. And so when I think about word of mouth, when I think about talk triggers, what you have to think about is saying, what do I represent? What am I, what is my brand good for? And how do I kind of take advantage of that? And I think for everyone that's out there, you know, you need a guide to build up this kind of relationship. Like you need a, a guide to take you down this path. And so I'm very proud. I can say I recommend this book right here, Talk Triggers. Uh, you guys can check it out after October 2nd. Uh, I'm not getting paid to promote the book. Uh, Jay and Daniel are good friends and I only promote and celebrate, you know, uh, books and people that I really believe in. And this is not only a concept I believe in, but I am living proof. Now I'm wearing a pink headband right now because that is also a talk trigger that was given to me um, by Jay and Daniel, but it's definitely something you want to think about. And so if you understand the importance of relatability, the importance of standing out from the noise, the importance of knowing uh, your customer and, ha- and giving your customer a reason to tell their friends about your product or your service, you definitely have to think about a talk trigger. Think about what you, what you as your business embodies. And the other part about this is that you have to make sure it's part of your DNA. It's part of who you are. Like for those of you that follow me on Instagram stories or you follow me on social media, you'll notice that I'm wearing a hat 99% of the day, every single day, right? Wearing a hat on stage for me wasn't something that I said, okay, hey, I need to make a talk trigger. What I decided to do was I'm going to be myself on stage and I'm going to use this to be more comfortable that ended up becoming a talk trigger that I now leverage as part of my brand and part of my business. And so this talk triggers book is really, it's, it's a guide. It gives you great case studies and examples of building out your own talk trigger. So I'm going to challenge each and every one of you. Think about that. Think about the idea that says, how do I... How do I build out a talk trigger myself? I know if you go to their website, if you just Google talk triggers, you can check out on their website. They're doing some really cool promotions. Uh, one of the things I wanted to give credit to is uh, I know they're using uh, the Penguin Portfolio. Uh, the book is being published by Penguin Portfolio, but all of the collateral, I, you know, I'm all of these stats that I'm referencing um, on this podcast are all coming from their word of mouth report that they put out with the book. Um, the book itself is amazing. I have an alpaca uh, stuffed animal that is on my. My, uh, on my microphone stage, but they're also, you know, I've given, I've seen this presentation. I've seen both Daniel and Jay talk about the the talk triggers and word of mouth. Um, it is something that is important when we when we're moving forward. You know, I talk a lot about standing out from the noise a lot about how do you create experiences. And when you create experiences that are memorable, that become what people talk about, that's where the magic happens. And I think for a lot of brands that are out there right now, you want to be able to turn your 
Turn your customers into fans, your fans into advocates, your advocates into, into evangelists, your evangelists into brand ambassadors, uh, and ultimately they're the influencers of your brand. Having, having something that inspires that word of mouth, having an experience that goes above and beyond everything else. You know, I, I got the Away luggage. If you guys follow me, I use Away luggage. And Away luggage, when you buy their products, their lifetime warranty, they come in this great case. They, they, I, one of the things broke on my, my luggage. They overnighted me a new handle for my luggage because they knew that like that experience, like the, the, the experience that I have using away luggage, when someone asks me, Hey, I'm going to get luggage. I don't even hesitate. I'm like, you need to buy away luggage, right? Like that's how much that that has impacted me. And it's because I'm able to share that experience. I'm able to recommend that product because it goes above and beyond because they are so unique. They have the battery pack in their, in their luggage and so on. So I, I'm a big believer. I mean, word of mouth, um, is how I build my business. Um, those of you that listen to this show, uh, many of you have recommended me to speak for your company or your event. Um, and that's because that you've, you know, you've, you've inspired, you've been inspired by my conversation to where you've taken word of mouth marketing and you've done the marketing for me. And then people have hired me based on your recommendation. And I can't say thank you enough. So guys, do me a favor, check out the book, check out Jay and, uh, and Daniel. I know they'll be traveling around the world, giving a presentation on this, but more so than anything else, think about it and think about yourself saying, how am I inspiring word of mouth marketing? How am I inspiring people to celebrate my brand? I don't care if you're a boutique shop. I don't care if you're a, a marketing agency and a service. You know, Maybe your marketing agency, every time you deliver a project, you deliver a case of beer or something along with it, right? Like, What are you doing that allows you to stand out and give people a reason to celebrate your brand? I think every brand can benefit from embracing and leveraging word of mouth marketing and figuring out some fun talk triggers like the alpaca, like the double tree cookies, like, well, like my hat that I wear on stage everywhere and anywhere. So thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of FOMO Fans. As always, if you feel complied, if you enjoy this show, uh, I would love a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Um, when you do a review on iTunes, it just helps more people find um, this podcast. Uh, as I said on episode zero, I would guarantee that I would do this show uh, well to uh, to episode 100 and beyond and we are on episode 83 so we're getting our way closer to that big 100 mark so thank you guys for checking out uh fomo fans for brian fanzo i social fans make it a great day my friends cheers <laughs>